0: What's up, everybody? It's Ria Butcher, your host. Just wanted to let you know I'm going to be touring a little bit. I'll be at the Solid Sound Festival on June 29th, and then at Laugh Boston on June 30th, and then on July 7th, I'll be at the Hannah Theater in Cleveland, Ohio, just in time for the All Star Game. And I have plenty of dates coming up in September and a few in August. So check back on my website, RiaButcher.com/live dates, for all of those for information, tickets, and more. I can't wait to see you.
1: Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your What's up everybody? Thanks for coming out to the UTV. Put your hands together. Wait some of your please put your hands together. Put your hands together.
0: Holy shit, what's up everybody? Somebody was, like, screaming, and I was so excited. I was like, what a bunch of energy. And then I was like, what's up, everybody? And you're like, eh, I don't know. Changed your mind so quickly. Holy shit. I better bring it. I'm not going to. Um, Thanks so much for coming out, everybody. There's two people over here. (laughs) I do love it. I do love it. Thanks to every... Now, I'm not singling you guys out, because I feel like we filled it up over here, and then you've sat on the sides. But I do want to thank everyone for sitting in the middle section. Because sometimes there are shows when it's just people in the wings. And it's very orally confusing to me. Now, that's confusing to say, because it sounds like I said orally confusing. Why did they make those words so similar? Thanks, Latin. (laughs) Give it up for the comics in the back. They can hear you. We have a great lineup tonight. Uh, As per usual! I wore two different denims. I don't know if it works. Thanks! Look like a pill of some kind. I'm in Dr. Mario. (laughs) That's like as deep as my gamer references go. Like Dr. Mario. My friend's uh, mom would just like smoke Salem Light 100s and play that all summer long. That is where I did most of my early drinking, if you can believe it. <laughs> I don't drink anymore, though. So shout out to anybody that doesn't do that anymore. Woo! Yes, it's just us. <laughs> well, any two of us. Hopefully that person gets it. If they don't, they're going to be like, what? But anyway, the rest of you don't get it, then no one gets it. Okay, I should tell jokes now. I don't have any, so let's see how this goes. My whole set, I've done so many times here, so I don't want to do it, but um, I was driving here, and the street that I live on now has a weird intersection, like at the end of, it's a, it's a dead end, which is like, fuck, okay, thanks, you know, <laughs> moved into it, I was like, cool, dead end, and now I'm like, I live on a dead end. <laughs> I know, right? That's exactly, I have the thought, and then I go, <laughs> Was that me thinking it or is that God telling me? I don't know. <laughs> um, so I live on this dead end, and then the it's a four-way intersection, but the stop sign over here to my right is like 20 feet into my intersection. So it's just a ver- very weird way... To stop, because if that person is just locked in on the stop sign, which most of us usually are in Los Angeles, did a troll just? What did you just say? Who said that? I'm not going to, I'm not a mean person. I'm not going to be mean. I just have to address that. Sometimes there are times where I'm like, somebody's telling someone, hey, give me your Sour Patch Kids. And I'm like, all right, whatever. But that was so loud. What did you just say? you gotta tell me he said it's so all out was that a comic alright you're not gonna tell me I was gonna be nice one time some people were talking in the front row of a show and they were little babies just little baby children um, cause sometimes I don't know if you know this but I'm a queer person if you couldn't tell by this Dr. Mario outfit <laughs> and this fucked up haircut I don't know what it is I got a lot, a lot in the back, a lot riding in the back, you know, uh, party back there. Um, but yeah, so oftentimes when I do shows out of town, Uh, the audience is like a lot of queer folks and queer adjacent folks and a lot of times it's their first time at a comedy show because queer folks and queer adjacent folks don't think they can go to comedy shows and I'm here to tell you that's kind of true but (laughs) you can go to this one or one of mine and so they didn't know they didn't realize I'm not a television and they were just really talking to each other about each one of my jokes (laughs) Which they liked, and it was very nice. And none of this is to be like, I'm so funny. It's literally just, they were like, yeah, 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 yeah talking to each other. And like, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm, many jobs are like that, because you have to multitask and stuff like that. And I don't like multitasking, because it's like an excuse to debase humanity. But <laughs> when you're doing stand-up comedy, your brain has to multitask. And my brain will, first of all, my brain is running the jokes, 10 seconds ahead of the joke that's coming out of my mouth. I'm also listening to their conversation 100%. So that's two channels. Plus there's the third channel, which is what's coming out of my mouth. So that's three. And then the fourth channel is me going, should I say something to them? I don't know. What do you think? And checking in with myself. So that's four channels of my brain talking. And so eventually I had to be like, friends. You have to stop talking and they turned bright red and basically turned into little like cinnamon red hots and just ran out of the theater and i never saw them again i know i felt so bad so i wasn't going to do that to you although it probably felt like i already did just by calling attention to you so that was a long-winded way of saying sorry I'm only recently learning how to apologize. I will get back to the four way stop thing so I don't want to talk about the apologies because I haven't learned yet so whatever i'm not going to go into that um <laughs> so there's a stop sign that's like 20 feet into my intersection and people get locked into the stop sign and they don't see my car and i'm you know trying to, i've been trying to work on myself. For the whole time, um, but most recently, a lot. And uh, I try not to get. I used to get angry driving, and sometimes it's like if somebody's on their phone and texting or whatever, I can be like, "God damn it!" But other than that, I literally don't get angry. Mostly because I've been making a lot of mistakes lately driving, so I'm like, "Oh, I'm grateful when people aren't mad to, at me," and so I don't turn it around. Um, so I haven't been getting mad at people at this intersection. And just like, who cares? They can just go and. There's also a bus line on this street, so there's a dash bus going all the time. And so this bus, I'm at the intersection. I'm waiting for the bus to stop because I don't want to get into some Keanu Reeves situation. (laughs) Jason Patrick, sort of an issue. (laughs) And so I wait for the bus to come to a complete stop, and she stops and then sits there, and there's a light. Her flashers are going, and I wait, and I'm like, okay, I guess she's letting me go. So I start to go, and she goes... About it, and I just went okay.
1: <laughs>
0: and then she was like, No, it's me, like, still going with it. And I'm like, Look, you're a bus driver, I cannot imagine the life of that. I respect you fully, but my hands are in the air, I just don't care. <laughs> because now I'm like positively road-raging because then she went and I was like, I wonder if I could get around and like get her to open the door and be like, I'm sorry. I knew it was your turn. I thought you were letting me go. I apologize. No one wants that. That's not how that works. You just go, okay, and then you move along, but that's not how my brain works yet. Great. Great. (laughs) Sometimes I like to just be quiet and let you guys run the show a little bit. See what you come up with. A little nervous laughter. It's like an energy lava lamp. You guys remember, this is how I can tell someone's age is if they say orbits. (laughs) Orbits. And that age is, like, mine. Somebody was like, whoa, <laughs> so what do you mean? Uh, I'm old, you know, I'm basically dead. I'll be 37, never. Um...
1: <laughs>
0: but, like, Orbits was a drink in the mid-90s that was supposed to look like a lava lamp, and it had, like, weird little candy pieces in it. And then they're like, oh, people are choking to death on this. <laughs> And then if people refer to the gum Orbit as Orbits, I know that they are 34 (laughs) to 39 years old. And they, too, had a subscription to 17 and were looking forward to that drink coming out. I was a big fan of drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even plan that. It just came out. Experience, strength, and hope. (sighs) Hopefully, I'll get one of those one of these days. (laughs) Okay, I have to go soon. (laughs) Like, I'm just leaving forever. I was thinking on the drive here, you know, everybody's so down on, like, astrology. People love to shit on it because people are back into it, I think, because, I don't know, life is a hellscape right now. Uh, everything is bad, so we're just like, tell me something different. (laughs) But like everybody, you know, the queer community is real deep into astrology. (laughs) Very intrigued by that reaction. I feel like that was the queer community in this room. Either groaning in agreement or disagreement, which is pretty consistent with the queer community. (laughs) Agreement and disagreement sounds and looks the same! Could we get on the same page? No? Great. Perfect. We just need hanky code for opinions. That's really good, actually. I'm keeping that one. Hanky code for opinions is fucking brilliant, actually. (laughs) Not gonna work in Iowa, however. (laughs) But, like... I don't know I don't even fucking know what I was gonna s- oh yeah I was like all into astrology cause it was just absolutely telling me everything I wanted to hear and then lately I've been going through like a couple I would say like two months of some shit just like two months of being like nope don't like it just everything and so then I'm like well maybe I should check out my astrology and my astrology's like your life is terrible right now and I'm like fuck you this bullshit <laughs> planets and they're fucking lining up shit. Hanky code for opinions. Ooh. Don't like the callback. Even though it was just like a straight up me just saying it again, which is not what a callback is. A callback is you construct something else to bring it back into. I just said it again. So you were right. You were right to not care. I'm happy to be proven wrong. Sometimes. Let's see if there's something I can tell you to get out of here on like a laugh so that the first person up doesn't have to come out to a shockingly cold room. (laughs) Did anybody do anything fun today? No. (laughs) All right. Well, fuck, neither did I. did have my dog today. He's pretty cool. He's like the only person that I enforce gender with. He's also not a person. But to me, he is, which seems silly when people are like so stressed out about the genders of their dogs. But it's like a particular way. Also, I'm queer. So I get to do whatever I want. And it's very like cutting edge. You know, you can do whatever you want if you're queer and you're better. That's how it works. <laughs> I don't like when people are like, my dog's name is Dave and she is a Cocker Spaniel. It's like, Fuck, fucker, come on. But I, I do enforce my dog's gender for a different reason, though. Because he doesn't give a shit about gender. He has no idea what it is. He just wants to sniff butts. And butts do have gender for dogs. Everybody else, not so much. But with my dog, it's because he's 10 pounds. And every time somebody meets my dog, they're like, oh, she's so cute. And I'm like, he's a man! <laughs> I know what the truth is. I know what your truth is and you're wrong! And I do love him because he allowed me to do something I never thought I would do, which is cat not call a man. I was training him to walk when he was a tiny little puppy, barely perceivable to the human eye. Get yourself a chihuahua puppy and have bike- you will have bikers scream at you, look at those gerbils and you will be angry forever. But I was walking him, teaching him how to walk, and I was myopically focused on the task because that was all I had to do, and I had to get this dog to learn how to walk. I might have given him some mild anxiety because I probably could have just hoped it would happen, but I didn't, so I was very focused on this little dog, very much paying attention to his little butthole. They don't tell you about that when you get a puppy, that you have to pay attention to their butthole all the time. Because if you got to go do something, they need to poop, and you are locked in to that poop hole. So I was watching him, and then I was doing some positive reinforcement. Like, there you go, little buddy. That's right, little buddy. Walk those little legs. Look at that cute little butt bouncing around. Look at that cute little butt with those cute little legs. Look at that cute little butt with those little legs coming out of it. That cute little butt bouncing around It's such a perfect little butt. Look at your perfect little butt with those perfect little legs. And then I looked up to see an adult man going... So that's one for the good guys. All right. You ready to see some more comedians? Great. This next comic, now officially in Los Angeles. I'm so glad he's here. You're going to love him. Give it up for Rob Hayes, everybody.
2: What's good, people? That much. All right. Y'all late. It's cool. I just moved to L.A. Uh, without a car, these <laughs> these Ubers are wildin'. Like these people, they really they act like they're playing a video game. Like I think they forgot that they're taking a person to a place. Like there's been too many times where like the place I'm going is on the left, and we'll be in the middle of the street, and they'll just unlock the doors. Like I'm not getting out in the traffic. I don't, Why do you want that for your car door? I don't understand. Just take me to a place. It don't even have to be the place I'm going to. If it's near the place I'm going to, I'll be happy. I don't believe any of the stuff they used to tell us when we were kids. Like they used to tell us stuff like, human beings are 70% water. Why? Why do we need to know that? We don't do any water stuff. We get wet. We jump in a pool. We don't join the pool. We get dehydrated. I'm supposed to drink eight glasses of water a day, but I'm 70% water. What happens if I get down to 69%? Am I going to die? I don't understand. They used to tell us, like, you get made fun of in school, you go back to school, parents be like, all right, they're making fun of you, why don't you go tell them, sticks and stones will break my bones, (laughs) but words will never hurt me. Was that, a riddle? (laughs) That's not bars. That's just going to make things worse. When's the last time that's helped? When's the last time they were like, oh thanks, mom? They, just, <laughs> they didn't mess with me after that. It's, it's sticks and stones so thing really got them, you know? No, that doesn't happen. You gotta say something cool, something that rhymes, something that's gonna get them off your back. Like people get clapped, shut your trap. Like, all right, let's, let's leave them alone. Let's <laughs> crazy. They used to tell us that please is the magic word. Remember that, please is the magic word. Please doesn't work for adult situations. If your car is being repossessed, (laughs) please is not going to help you. You got to make a payment. don't take my car, we both 70% water. Like they don't care. You never hear this. Release the hostages. Release the hostages, what? <laughs> Please. All right, man, I got to let y'all go. Uh, I didn't know they knew magic. I didn't know. I got to bounce. I was sheltered as a kid, but like not super sheltered, just sheltered for my neighborhood. Like, I feel like all the other kids I grew up with could watch rated R movies. They could listen to the music they wanted to listen to. I couldn't watch rated R movies. So I would just pretend like I watched movies that were coming out based off the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> like, people would be like, oh, you seen, you seen Spawn? Like, yeah, I saw Spawn. Like, you remember that time we landed with the cape? But it was all stuff I saw in the trailer. <laughs> Then one day, this kid, he called me out. He was like, all right, name something that's not in the commercial. I just froze up. I was like, man, he got me. (laughs) There were some other kids. They were way more sheltered than I was because they couldn't watch anything with witchcraft in it. (laughs) I'm like, that's extreme. You mean you can only watch Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen stuff? You can't watch nothing else? Like, one time I was like, why don't we just watch Scooby-Doo? And they was like, no, we can't watch Scooby-Doo. And I'm like, oh, they never seen the end. (laughs) If they seen the whole thing, they would know it's a human inside, but they don't even know. (laughs) They never made it that far. I remember there was this girl at school, and she knew, like, the situation. She knew that some of us could only listen to the clean version of songs. She had a printer in her her room, so what she would do was print off the song lyrics and sell them to us. (laughs) And we would buy them from her and read along while we listened to the radio. So (laughs) we have our little folders, we get them out, and then we find out what Eminem and Dr. Dre are really saying. watch a lot of TV. I like Game of Thrones. I'm upset Game of Thrones is gone. <laughs> Game of Thrones is the show that made me think what my life would be like if I lived thousands of years ago. Like, what kind of person would I be? It's like, those sores look heavy. <laughs> like, I'm the first person to try to find a place to sit down. I don't know. I would have been able to carry around Valyrian steel. That might have been tough. I don't have Valyrian strength. Also, I wonder if I would get on a horse smooth. Because I'm like a little clumsy. Like, I wonder if I'd be the person like, stop watching me, come on, man. You're going to make us late. Like, don't watch me get up here, come on. do this every time. I watched a lot of documentaries. I saw that Wu-Tang documentary on Showtime. It was amazing. They had footage of all kind of stuff, like footage of them performing at little bar shows, footage of them recording albums, people getting arrested, people doing drugs. Like, who held the camcorder all that time? <laughs> Like, that's amazing. Like, I don't know if y'all know how big camcorders used to be. They used to take up your whole shoulder. That means they believed in them. Like, nobody believes in me like that. Like, my friends have camera phones. They're not here. <laughs> nobody trying to get this footage tonight. It's belief. I'm tired of all these uh, pedophile documentaries coming out feel like every week we got a new one. Have y'all seen abducted in plain sight? Did somebody clap? That's weird. Yeah, I saw that. Man, they abducted them kids. Like, that's, no. Shouldn't be that excited. The other day I overheard somebody say pedophile documentaries are the new murder documentaries. Like, that's creepy. That's the type of times we're living in. We don't need a new one every week. Like, we, we kind of know the formula now. They isolate, and then they get in good with the parents, and then trouble happens, people crying. Like, R. Kelly had six episodes. It's available on lifetime.com until 2036. Just in case you're born today, you need to find out about R. Kelly before it's too late. It's available. I hate people pretend like they never liked R. Kelly. These people like, oh, I never was a fan of R. Kelly. Like, he couldn't got away with this stuff with no fans. There wouldn't be a remix to Ignition. <laughs> Nobody listened to the first Ignition. There were 25 chapters of Trapped in the Closet, 25. Trapped in the Closet, that's how you make a movie when you can't read or write. Like, I'm going to sing the movie. <laughs> and y'all go ahead and make it. Some people think we need to get rid of R. Kelly stuff. We got to get rid of Space Jam. I'm like, we don't need to get rid of Space Jam. Like, just get rid of the scene with the R. Kelly music. The opening scene, Michael Jordan dribbling the basketball. His dad comes out like, son, it's time to go inside. And I believe I can fly Just Cut that out. Cause after that, Michael Jordan's dad gets murdered. <laughs> Y'all know that's what Space Jam is about, right? <laughs> if you murder Michael Jordan's dad, Bugs Bunny will help you through it. Like that's <laughs> you cut that scene out, it's a way lighter movie. That starts with the hypest song you ever heard with no cursing. Come on and slam and welcome to the jam. <laughs> you need to turn up in a church parking lot there's only one song you can play. That's the Space Jam song. Y'all been wonderful. My name's Rob Hayes. Thank you.
0: Rob Hayes everybody let
3: him
1: hear it.
0: (laughs) I've been informed that the sound I referred to in my opening dialogue um, was made by a child. (laughs) And a cute child so I just wanted to say sorry. <laughs> also, there's a child here. Everybody. A cute child. That's why no one said anything. Although, it would, I will just say next time, it would be really funny to be, to just say when, some, when a comedian goes, who made that sound? To go, a child! And <laughs> really put me on my heels because man... I mean, this is like pretty easy to dig out of and I'm sorry if I made you feel uncomfortable because that was literally not my point that I ever want to have happen. But just next time, trust me, you can really win by saying, A CHILD! Because then I'll just be one of the people that Thanos kills at the end of the thing. Anyway, spoiler alert. For a movie that came out 25 years ago. (laughs) thought you guys would laugh at that more. (laughs) Great, I got you to laugh. Great, next comedian! I love it when people just stop, and then I'm like, great, now I need to bring somebody up to dead silence. A child! (laughs) Also just like, what comedy show other than this one would have a child in it? None. Just us! Best babysitting gig in town. I was never a babysitter. Can you believe that? No one ever wanted to hire this guy. (laughs) Literally never done it in my life. Read a lot of the books. Didn't connect. More of a Sweet Valley High kind of a kid. Legit, I read like four of those in an afternoon. Then I was like, I'm good. I don't need any more of these. This is a story that just keeps going over and over again. But I just never... Wasn't into the club, never did the thing. And I was always just like hanging out with friends who were doing it. And I never said, You need any help? I was a real dad. I'm just kind of like, I just like, I'm just here, and that's like good enough, right? Like, that's what you wanted is for me to just be around. Like, you like me, so good for you. <laughs> Ready for your next comedian? Great! She's one of my favorites. You are gonna love her. Fantastic writer and fantastic stand-up comedian. Give it up for Tess Barker, everybody.
3: Hi guys. Where's the child? <laughs> no seriously. I was back there, I'm like, this could be any this could be a baby, it could be like mid-sized child. Could be somebody's boyfriend. Who's <laughs> anyway? Um, about that. About me. Uh, I'm in a mixed gender relationship. <laughs> I'm married to a guy on purpose. Um... <laughs> Straight women are totally proof that sexuality is not a choice. <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs>
3: we would never. I mean.
1: <laughs> Not for
3: her. (laughs) When I met my husband, he had... This is how much I must love this man... He had a fleece blanket stapled to his window in lieu of a curtain. That Do you know how much you need to be driven to D to get past something like that? It's something, it's something bigger than you, you know? He's not even the first guy whose house I spent the night at who had a blanket for a curtain. He's just the first one that I went to Target and got him a curtain. You know, that. <laughs> But this is the kind of shit you have to deal with when you're a straight woman married to a straight man. This is my life. Uh, (laughs) I was watching TV with my husband the other night and he looks at the TV and goes, Sandra Bullock looks good. (laughs) Which, like, I would have been fine with, but he was looking at Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. That's Julia fucking Roberts. How do you not know who Julia Roberts is? Read one People magazine. You know how <laughs> I'm gonna get past something like this. He watches a lot of sports TV. Uh, you know, which again, cool. But like, because as part of that, I have to watch a lot of sports TV, and there, but I'm fine with the actual game. Because of the tattoos and the butts, you know. Uh but the the pregame show is so ludicrous to me. Cause I don't know. I guess you have to be a former professional athlete or have like your PhD in basketball or something to do that. <laughs> They're all wearing ties, but none of them are actually saying anything substantial. I don't care what the pregame I don't it doesn't matter what sport it is or what teams are playing. I could be on the sports pregame talk show. <laughs> Watch. It's a big game today, it's gonna be a tough one, it's gonna get real close. Of course, we have the underdog, and you know, everyone's here rooting for them. But at the end of the day, if somebody gets injured, if they get sidelined by fouls, do you have the defense to stop the offense? That's what's gonna decide this game today. (laughs) Thank you. I think it's too bad there's not more, you know, famous female athletes. Uh, There's obviously a lot of sad reasons for that. Uh, But I think one reason that there's not more, like, prominent female athletes, underlooked reason, the sports movies, right? Because sports movies are almost always for dudes. Always. And that's what makes you want to be an athlete when you grow up, right? You watch Rudy. You want to go play for Notre Dame. You watch... You watch uh, Rocky. You want to get in a fight. You know, you, you, that's the kind of stuff that motivates you. There are so many dude sports movies. It's a whole genre. It's a whole thing. Women, we got like one. One. What is it? A League of Their Own. Well, of course, right? Clap it up for A League of Their Own. We love it. Not complaining. It's a great movie. Madonna's in it. Rosie, when she was cool with Madonna. You know, very fun era for everything. There's singing, there's good costumes. Everything you want in a sports movie, you know? <laughs> but do you guys remember the end of A League of Their Own? The end of A League of Their Own is... And then women never played baseball again. That's the end! A, a League of Their Own! What are we supposed to take from that? Like, I hope I can one day... Grow up and invent a time machine <laughs> so I can go back and play some baseball <laughs> I think I'm done wrapping presents. <laughs> I think I'm out because I, 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 that's misleading from the get because I never wrapped presents. I was never a rapper, obviously never a rapper in a lot of ways but um I don't have it in me to keep like a wrapping paper stash at my house. I don't know what level of adult you get to when you have that room, but I'm not there. Uh, And I suck at it, you know, every time I try to wrap a present, it looks just like a piece of garbage with some cute minion print on it, you know, it doesn't look good. So I don't, and I'm a procrastinator. So like if I'm going to like your kid's birthday party, I'm going to buy the present at the Target on the way to the party. That's how I roll. (laughs) Right. Uh, So if you're like me, if you're, if you're a slacker, uh, there's only one option, of course, and that's, that's the bag. We gotta go with the bag. That's the thing you can do in your car. It's super easy. You just get the bag and the tissue paper and you're out the door. Except, here's the problem. Every time you give someone a gift in a gift bag, no matter what, the last moment of that transaction is always disappointment. Always, because sometimes they do it subtly and sometimes they're super obvious about it, but they always gotta go rifling around in there to check and see if they miss something. And you, you, the generous gift giver, have to be the one to break the news. That's all there is. (laughs) It's like, why am I apologizing? I just got you an expensive candle from Anthropology, Jessica, you know? So I think I'm just going to raw dog presents from now on. I think it's cool that... uh, Service animals have got they're having kind of a moment. <laughs> I'm just going to say it, they're having a moment. You go to the airport, you're going to see a dog at the Sabaro. It's dope. You know, there's dogs everywhere. And I think it is I'm pretty sure it's kind of like weed like you just have to find a doctor who's cool, right? Like you just have to find a doctor who's like, "Yeah, you need that for your anxiety." You know, you just got to find that one doc. And I'm into it, but then I have some friends who just like can't, like they, they have their panties in a wad so tight they get pissed off about whether or not an animal is a service dog. You know, they lean into me over at Jelson's like, Psh, "Do you think that's really a service dog? It's a Pomeranian. It's a Pomeranian." <laughs> it's like, dude, who gives a shit? Who honestly gives a shit? Like, that's what you're mad about? A Pomeranian, dude. The president is a rapist, kids are in cages and Luke Perry is dead and you're fucking pissed about a Pomeranian in the grocery store? Wow. Wh- uh, why can't you just be happy? That there's a dog somewhere it doesn't belong like what the fuck is better than a dog somewhere it doesn't belong like jesus christ i love dogs where they belong at the park in their house sure i'll get into it but A surprise dog? You're mad about a surprise dog? That's like the best possible scenario. That's like the reason I leave the house. Like, like maybe I would actually go to jury duty if there was a chance there was going to be a confused Labrador there. Like, are you kidding me? Dude, I saw a play over... recently, which we can all agree is a very fancy theater. Dogs do not belong there. You know, and it was a musical adaptation of Peter Pan, mostly human cast. Uh, but, But the Nana was a real dog. I know, I know, they cast a real dog and you almost felt bad for the people in the play because they like learn lines and choreography and stuff and all this literal bitch had to do she had two parts she just pranced out and like suck her little dog butt center stage both times both times, standing ovations standing ovations because we were like that dog does not belong here <laughs>
0: Oh man But you guys belong here I'm Tess You guys are cool Thank you Tomboy X makes Damn fine Gender inclusive Comfortable underwear That fits your body And how you see yourself Their roots run deep In the queer community And in celebration Of Pride Month Tomboy X has done it again With their new Rainbow Pride collection What first caught my eye Was their six inch Boxer briefs In the rainbow stripe It's perfect for pride And perfect for every day But the whole collection Looks amazing So you need to check it out Like their Tomboy X Essentials Silky Soft Bra, or their Pride Striped Iconic Briefs and Boy Shorts. Or what about their awesome Rainbow Terry Pullover Hoodie? All of which are fit-tested on all body types, from sizes extra small to 4X. It feels good knowing that when you shop at Tomboy X, you're aligned with a company that celebrates all things LGBTQIA. Show your pride with the Rainbow Collection at Tomboy X. Go to TomboyX.com slash P-Y-H-T, enter P-Y-H-T, and get an extra 15% off your first order. Again, get an extra 15% off when you enter P-Y-H-T at TomboyX.com slash P-Y-H-T. That's TomboyX.com slash P-Y-H-T. Tess Barker, everybody! Let her hear it! Tess Barker bringing all the sweetest dog material. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> I also realized I'm literally wearing like a Louis C.K. outfit, which like, what the fuck? Why did I do this to myself? Uh, Congrats on your standing ovation at a place with no seats. That's sarcasm. I'm giving you guys a standing ovation right now. I'm sorry for bringing him up. I literally never talk about that dude, but I'm also just like, fuck that guy. (laughs) Sorry to the child for that. <laughs> well, that was a great choice, Rhea. Everybody hated it.
1: <laughs>
0: some of my own dog hair on here. There was something else I was going to say that wasn't that, and it was going to be a lot better. But that went away, and the Louis C.K. thing went into my head, and I was like, say it. And then everybody was like, no. <laughs> you should have said the other thing we don't know about. <laughs> it's completely gone, whatever it was. Why are candles so expensive? Do people have... I mean, like, how is... Now I'm turning into Jerry Seinfeld. Why are candles... College kids are stupid. I'm a billionaire. (laughs) That's my Jerry Seinfeld impression. Blink, and you might miss it. (laughs) Yeah, I fucking... I can't remember the thing I was gonna say. Dogs... oh no I remember great I'll tell you an actual joke you'll forget about everything I just said and then I can bring the next comic on and everything will be great my chiropractor has a therapy parakeet (laughs) so I like to call it a therakeet I went in there a lot and I always just assumed, because I still had a little more cynicism than I have now. I've tried to get rid of cynicism in my life because what is the point of that? I'd rather just be like, hey, things are great. It's difficult. (laughs) (laughs) But I used to just be like, well, it's a parakeet that he likes and he needs the parakeet to do his job. So I'm not going to be judgmental of his therakeet, you know, like whatever. everybody's got to do what they got to do but this is just a parakeet that he's got and he got the certification online just like i did for my dog and didn't do any training in fact he's kind of bad (laughs) but then one day i went into this chiropractor and i wasn't feeling great i wasn't feeling great my chiropractor whose name is dr max (laughs) so being a chiropractor does feel like a bit of a stretch oh anyway He's actually really wonderful. So I went in and he was like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm great. And the therakeet went, ah! and I was like, you earned that certificate, Kevin. You really did. She earned it, you know? <laughs> you ready for your next comedian? so glad this comic is back. You are going to love her. Give it up for Katrina Davis, everybody.
4: What's going on, everybody? Did I come out the wrong exit? Did everyone else come out of a different hole? I'm sorry. I feel like I'm ready, just immediately starting weird. How's everybody, like, didn't even make it all the way on the stage and was like, did I mess up? Should I just, let's just start over. I'll leave. Well, it's fine. Um... Oh, my goodness. I love dogs. They're the best. I I don't think racist people should be allowed to own cute dogs. Um, mainly because I want to pet your dog. Quit cock-blocking me with your bigotry. Like, because I'll see a cute dog from, like, a distance, and dogs can sense that. So they'll do that leash lean towards you, and you're like, yeah, dog, same page. I want to fucking pet you, too. And, like... <laughs> and you'll like go to pet the dog and like you'll see it's got it's normally like a super super old dude with huge ears and those really blue blue jeans on you guys know what i'm talking about they're like a kind of wrangler that they don't make the die for anymore they're like slave tier blue and it'll be like that guy And he'll just like look at me weird and like pull his dog back. And it's like, you can't own a basset hound and also hate minorities. You know what I mean? Like that should be a rule. Like he looks like a lazy detective. You're not gonna let me pet that dog? Be cool. So shitty. It's my favorite thing ever. You not um, thought every basset hound has solved at least one murder. Every, every basset hound just sounds like Columbo to me in my head. It's just like little Peter falks shuffling around. Oh, I love Elm. Um, (laughs) uh, Oh, yeah, I got another... I got a gripe I want to share with you guys. I'm pretty upset about it. Uh, They're remaking The Hills. I don't know if you guys know about this. They're going to have all your favorites. You know, Audrina, Padres, Justin Bobby, super hot. Oh, my God, Justin Bobby's still super hot. His band is probably awful. I don't know. Um, But, like, he's going to be there. Lauren's not doing it. Her Instagram's doing fine. She doesn't need this. But, like, everybody else... It's like pretty much gonna be there, but they're also gonna have Misha Barton. (laughs) Misha Barton played a scripted character on a show set in OC, who died? Why is she here? This doesn't make any sense. I'm so angry about the logic of it. It's like if they brought back Jersey Shore and they were like, oh, we couldn't get the situation. So we got Tony from the Sopranos. Like I'm so (laughs) mad. (laughs) at this artistic decision. Um, I'm picking the real issues tonight, guys. Uh, I um yeah, is anybody out there in an interracial relationship? Yeah? Which one of you is the interracial one? I'm kidding. Um No, I'm in an inter- interracial relationship. My boyfriend's Italian. Um and people my like friends think it's super romantic, but it just sounds like he's lying all the time. It's really not. <laughs> that big of a deal at all um but yeah no i'm glad to like be with someone like my boyfriend now is super smart which is awesome because i feel like i like really smart dorky guys and like super dumb guys so i'm really glad to be dating the former because dumb guys can really take it out of you um like i used to date a guy that didn't know he was allergic to orange juice because he thought it made everyone's mouths hot Um, like he was at my apartment one day and I was like, oh, do you want anything to drink? I have like water and orange juice. And he goes, oh no, I hate orange juice. You know what makes your mouth all hot and itchy? (laughs) What are you talking about? Um, And like, it doesn't even make me mad that he didn't know those are the symptoms of an allergic reaction as much as he thought that's how orange juice makes all of us feel, and we're still drinking it. Why would it be a beverage? Like, what? <laughs> like, that would be something you, like, prank people's drinks with. Like, you would be like, oh, my God, I put orange juice in his drink. Don't say anything. He's gonna hate it. Like, we wouldn't <laughs> just be out here. <laughs> like, yeah, hot niche, but that's how we brunch. Like, boom rally. Like, that's not... and let that guy live with me for like half a year. Um, That joke is my only solace. Uh, It's okay. No, it's okay, because I'm kind of dumb too, because I was at a show, and uh, I got, it was Taco Tuesday, so I got a taco and a margarita, and the bartender was like, oh, do you want that open or closed? And he meant my tab, but I thought he meant my taco? So then I asked a grown man what a closed taco is with a straight face. And I think he charged me double as he should have. I'm an idiot. Like I don't. A closed taco sounds like 20 slang for a prudish woman. Like. What you gonna waste your time going out with Maude for? She's a real closed taco. Like, I don't know why. I thought that was a thing. I'm super dumb. Um, everybody's been talking about astrology. Do you guys believe in astrology? I, uh, I'm a Gemini. I'm, we're supposed to be like the worst people. Um, I said that at a show and this girl in the front row went, people just say that because they're jealous of us. And I was like, that sounds like something that would make people hate us. Like, I feel like you're for sure a part of the problem. Um, but like one of my friends is super into it and uh we were in her favorite crystal store and she spent a hundred and twenty dollars on crystals and i feel like 60 bucks could have helped some of that shit. you know what i mean like if i had like 60 bucks in this pocket and a rose quartz in this one and i was just like my pockets are full of problem solvers pick one like which pocket would you hope you got you know what i mean like (laughs) like she came up to me and went, this one is for success with money and this one is for clear communication in a relationship and then went, don't tell my husband how much I spent on crystals. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) which one of these rocks do I carry around in my pocket to mind my business? Because I don't know what I'm supposed to do at this point. Um, I, uh, I really like uh, art and stuff. I like classical music. Anybody else? Where are my Vivaldi heads at? Uh, I like classical music. I like, I like classical music, but I feel like composers are the only artists that are never encouraged to edit. Like a composer will make a concerto that's like 14 minutes long and make like two more of them bitches. Like the audacity, you know what I mean? Just so arrogant. <laughs> I feel like composers treat every song like gets their free bird and no one checks them. I don't know. Um, But I uh, I like museums too. Like I go to art museums a lot here in LA and there's this thing that I've noticed, especially now that it's summertime, where like cool sexy teens will hang out in the museum. (laughs) Like it'll be a group of like beautiful 17 year old people that look like their favorite food is texting and their favorite color is likes. Just like (laughs) hanging out. Like not looking at art, just like being around it, like just like <laughs> brooding around it, just like a bunch of girls that would bully me, but now, <laughs> where I like to spend my time. And um, and I was hanging out one day and there was a bunch of girls and there was this girl and she was trying to take a selfie, but like way too close to the painting. She was way too close. And the art security guard was like, oh, excuse me, ma'am, could you please back 18 inches away from the art? And the girl goes, why? Is it dangerous? Totally a Gemini. I I wanted to adopt a daughter to enroll in her school and ruin her life. Like that's how mad, like I looked at the art security guard, like if you hit her, I'll jump in. Like I wasn't planning on tag teaming a minor today, but here we are. Like so, I'm so angry. Like, I was at another art museum, and there was this big... Oh, that was the baby! Uh, (laughs) I don't know if that... that that, Does does the baby like that joke? I don't know. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) I want baby feedback on my set. A thousand percent. Um, Like, there was this... uh, I was at another museum, and there was this big black guy at the exit... And uh, or at the entrance and I went to go give him my ticket and he didn't say anything, he just pointed to the petite white guy next to him and that guy was like oh I take your ticket and I was like okay and he goes he checks your bag though so I give my uh, bag to the guy and as the big black guy is checking my bag with his flashlight he says to me under his breath thank you for acknowledging me as the authority figure in the situation <laughs> I appreciate that <laughs> let me go I love all art security guards. I tip them. It's not customary. I'm hoping it'll catch on because people see me. It's a whole thing. Alright. I'm Katrina. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Katrina
0: Davis, everybody. Let her hear it. That was real funny. Also, just want to... I'm going to bring up the next comic, but I just want to say she had a joke about like uh, crystals and talking about having different ones in her pocket. I literally have a rose quartz in my pocket. <laughs> So that's where I'm at. <laughs> All right. I mean, whatever. We'll see if it works. <laughs> Carrying that shit around going, come on! <laughs> I did a gig in Arizona and I, uh, I was in Arizona for two shows and I drove to Tucson and when I got to my hotel, I could not see it because it was surrounded by a gem show. <laughs> So I was just like, I'm living in crystals? It was so many crystals and I was like, oh cool, I'll pick up some crystals. And then you go and you're like, these don't mean anything. Because it was just a football field full of crystals and they were like, come on, get your hot crystals. I could get a bag of rose quartz for $10. And I was like, I would be rich in LA then it was wholesale, so I would have had to buy so much and I was like, this isn't going to fit in my bag, so the self-love will have to wait, I guess. (laughs) Got two comics left on the show. You excited? I'm pretty stoked. It's been so good so far, right? The baby showed up. Bringing more flavor. This next comic, one of my favorites. All friends on the show. You're going to love him. Give it up for Jared Logan, everybody.
5: Rhea Butcher, everybody. I have a geode in my pocket, but it's not because I think it has powers. I just love geology. Uh, Hi, I'm Jared. You know, there's a lot of debate about abortion right now. That's how I'm starting. Starting with that. We'll see how it goes. A lot of debate about abortion right now. And I want you guys to know I was raised very Christian In Morgantown West Virginia and uh, as a Christian I just want you guys to know that as a Christian I was raised that a human life is created the moment that the tip of the penis is exposed to open air and uh, that's why as a Christian I wear a condom at all times as a Christian as a Christian Uh, worried about doing the rest of the joke but here it goes Uh, A lot of you might be thinking, how do you keep a condom on with a flaccid penis? Look at me. It's rarely flaccid. But what I do is, as a Christian, I wear a cock ring at all times. As a Christian. As a Christian. So, as a Christian, I wear a condom, a cock ring, and a promise ring. And those are the three rings of Christianity. The new book by me, Jared Logan, available at my house in napkin form. I haven't typed it up yet but if you come hang out with me, you can read it. No takers again. I really was raised Pentecostal Christian. And every Sunday, my grandfather was the pastor of our church. And every Sunday, he would just preach about the end of the world. So every Sunday, his sermon was like, and the end times are coming, y'all. And you will have to get the mark of the beast. And the fire will cover the earth. And if you don't have the mark, they will cut off your head. And it could happen any day now. It could happen tomorrow. And then on Monday, he'd be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) In heaven, I guess. If all that stuff's happening. I guess in heaven. If you grew up like that, you know the worst part is that Every Sunday, they ask if anybody would like to be saved. They always do it at the end of the sermon. My grandpa would go, would anybody like to be saved today? And I'd be sitting in the back at nine years old like, surely today, nobody, please. Like, surely we've covered everyone in town. And I'm going to get out of here by 6.30 p.m. Let's... You know, and then every time there'd be some rando who'd be like, "I'll do it," and you'd be like, "Fuck, I'm gonna miss the game. I'm gonna, I have to, you know." He'd go up there. It'd be this big long rigmarole for forty minutes, crying. I would compare watching someone get saved to watching someone get proposed to in the restaurant that you're in. It feels very emotional for them, but the whole time you're just sort of like. Where is our server? You know what I like? I feel like this is delaying my frittata. Hi, I had a frittata. No, I'm happy for them. Is the frittata coming? Could you check in the back, please? I go back to West Virginia and they have open carry there. So I'll be I'll walk into a Barnes and Noble and there's a guy with a handgun just on his hip, in the Barnes and Noble. I don't know why someone feels the need to walk around with, like, just, you know, so their friends are like, remember, I could end your life at any time. Now, let's enjoy Applebee's. Like, that seems like a weird fleck to me. I don't like guns, and I'll tell you why. I'm afraid of them. I, I'm afraid of them. When I, I'm so afraid of them, when I see a gun, my asshole closes. <laughs> That's how dangerous guns are. That's the best idea my body has to protect me. I'm like, oh, a gun! And my body's like, I got it. There you go. That wouldn't even help if someone was firing into my asshole. I saw a magazine at Barnes & Noble called Sniper Magazine. Sniper. Now, I think we can all agree that there are not enough professionally trained military snipers to support a printed publication. (laughs) The New York Times is failing, but there's a sniper magazine. So this means that this magazine is not for people who are snipers. This magazine is for people who are thinking of becoming a sniper. (laughs) I'm not okay with that. I think that one gun law we must have is, you may not have a gun if you own a copy of Sniper Magazine feels very reasonable to me. My dad works at Walmart. He says he knows people that buy one gun every month, which I guess is legal. I just don't know why their friends don't treat them like they're very creepy. That's a creepy collection to have. That would be like if you came over to my house and I was like, hey, welcome to my apartment. This is my collection of rags that I've soaked in chloroform. (laughs) What, what, i just like to have a lot of something that you could put over someone's mouth and knock them out and lock them in a basement. What, what's the big deal? It's a sport, it's a sport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, feels good to yell, I'll be honest. Uh, but I'm not a very good liberal either. I went to a protest march recently and uh, I didn't really like it. Because <laughs> they start chants at the march. Some of the chants suck. (laughs) One guy started a great chant. This was a good chant. One guy's chant just went, Abolish ice! Abolish ice! And I did that one. Great chant. But then another guy started a chant, and his chant went, No cage! No walls! This country shall remain free for all! And we were all like, We're not doing that one. (laughs) I'm not learning 10-2 rhythm for your chant. Go back to your fame high school and shorten your chant. Here's my Donald Trump joke. My big problem with Donald Trump is that he is now ruining movies for me because now when they mention the president in a movie... The movie doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> I was watching the new Mission Impossible and someone in the movie was like, the president knows about the mission. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense then at all. Because <laughs> if our president knew about the mission in Mission Impossible, he'd be tweeting. He He'd be, Just sent Ethan Hunt on a very hush-hush mission.
1: <laughs> Lots
5: of stolen nukes in the wind. Thanks to Obama.
1: <laughs>
5: he would tweet that. That's my Donald Trump impression. I bombed my SNL callback. They went with Baldwin. I have another Donald Trump joke, which is the other thing I don't like about him. And these are the only two things. Is that he makes me care about things I have never cared about in my life. And caring is exhausting. I don't like to do it. The other day someone asked him, do you think you'll get a second term? And he was like, I think I should get a third term or a fourth term. And suddenly, I cared about term limits. You know what I mean? Like I've never thought about term limits in my life. Suddenly, I was like, a term limit is the foundation of a democracy, sir. It is clearly established
1: in the Constitution.
5: Why, how dare you, sir? I can't let this slide. I'm going to have to tweet about it. And I tweeted and now he's promised to never do that again. That's how powerful that platform is. <laughs> but movies, that's what we were talking about. Movies, yeah. I love to go to the movies, but I really think like the movies are kind of hurting now. Have you noticed? Like uh, Netflix, Hulu. The movies are coming off a little desperate now. Check it out next time you go. They now do, maybe you've seen this, a little extra trailer. No, no, you're going to love this. <laughs> Stick with me. They do an extra trailer after the trailers where the director or the producer will just come out and look right at you through the camera. And he goes, Thank you so much for coming to the movies. Thank you for coming to the movies. You're a hero. Oh, you're a movie hero. That's a little desperate, right? If I go to your restaurant and I take a bite and the chef walks out and is like, you ate that? I'm going to be like, am I poisoned? And no one was asking for that. No one was walking out of the movie like, wow, Avengers was awesome. Would have been nice to get a thank you. Like, no one... They're trying everything to get you to go. I went to a 4DX movie. That's a movie where the seat moves and they blow air in your face. So it's like a movie, but someone is bothering you. something kept hitting my wa- I kept something kept hitting me right here I was like my wallet my wallet if you ever want to see into the spider verse but feel like your wallet's being stolen check out the 4DX movie at one point it sprayed water in my face I'm not okay with that Who is changing the water in the moving seats for minimum wage? Hey, Tim, change that water. Oh, I'll get right on that. Spliff! Like, that's not happening. I have listeria from the old seawater. I'm out of time. You guys, as usual, we're awesome. Let's bring Rhea back out. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Good shit, good shit. Are you ready for your final comic of the evening? What a show it's been, right? Yes, louder. Yes. You guys, she's a friend of mine. I love her so much. Give it up for Renee Gauthier, everybody.
6: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm wearing a crop top. I'm crop top confident since last birthday. Don't care. Do you know what I mean? Like, I put it on on my birthday, and I go, yep, this is right. You deal with me now. You know what I mean? You deal with me quitting Pilates halfway through each class that costs $1,000. <laughs> Have you ever quit a Pilates class? Anyone take Pilates? It's a nightmare. Thrusting. Constant thrusting. Then there's a bungee cord? Get the fuck out of here. I paid $100. Someone should be moving my body for me to make it hot. <laughs> A hundred percent. And then, you can't just quit a Pilates class. Everyone watches you. Because there's mirrors everywhere. And people are attached to a fucking machine. Yes, I have. I'm going to say fuck a lot. Okay? I'm sorry. My nephews love it. So, take it in. Uh, I teach my nephews that. Uh, no, but I, try, I quit actually today. Uh, it's always around 30 minutes. I'm like, ooh, my shoulder. And now my teacher is like just doing the right thing by just believing me she could call me out But I'm like she's like mm, your shoulder. I'm like mmm I'm trying you know what I mean, and then I have to go while everyone watches me and put on my shoes Because you're barefoot. That's another problem. I am a Pilates get your gross feet out of here Again somebody move me to be hot. You know what I mean big message Big, big message. But wearing crop tops has actually changed my life. I'm unapologetic. For everything now. I've become a nightmare, is what I'm trying to say. Except when someone runs into me, then I say sorry. It's the only time I'll say sorry is when I'm not supposed to be sorry. It happens, like, someone literally will punch me in the face and be like, Oh, I'm so sorry you did that. But I'm wearing a crop top, so unapologetic for everything else. Um... A lot of things have changed for me in this crop top. I have several. And if it's just a t-shirt, I'll tie her up. I'll make her one. She becomes a crop. I mean, because that's how I'm doing things since September 7th of last year. Almost a year anniversary of crop tops. Uh, Save your gifts. I don't know what that meant. Um, But I got very, I'm very cocky uh, in these. I walked out of, here's how it's been different. Walked out of a Vons. two 14 year old kids were selling candy. Two. Didn't have any cash because I don't have a job. I was like, oof, man, do I want that candy? Um, but I couldn't have it. So I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. If I live around the corner, if I can, I'll come back like I meant it. Uh, and the one 14 year old boy goes, yeah, you better come back. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Okay, I know that's wrong. Is I know it's wrong, but it felt amazing. That, that kind of validation from a teen, a teen, looked at me and said, "Okay, I know it's wrong." Oh, listen, I know it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying the climate has made me thirsty as fuck. And I didn't go back. You're happy to know I'm a good person. I did not go back. I'm a, Okay, I'll stop talking about it. It did really happen. I know it gets awkward. It's, it's, fun. it's fun. Everyone loves that one. That's a good one. Um, That's so dumb. I watch a lot of Dateline. Like, so much Dateline that I'm getting desensitized by the murders. I'm just like, that's how she got murdered? Next, you know what I mean? Honestly, I've become... I don't know... I so much like if I go to my DVR and I look I'm like ooh, fresh Dateline click it if it's one I've seen I'm disappointed because I'm like that's the one in the barn (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) and then I'll watch it again anyway like I love Dateline I have stopped focusing on the tragedy of it and now I'm focusing on the friends they asked to talk. Do you know what I'm talking about? The, there's always a group of friends who's like, she was a light. You know what I mean? They're always like, and I'm always, I have so many questions. You know what I mean? Like, how did they pick them? Do you know what I mean? Like, could you imagine being one of four friends of Karen who's been murdered? <laughs> one of four. And they're like, yes, yes, skip you, yes. And you're like, no. Not, you don't want me to talk about I know Karen. And everyone's just like, sorry, (laughs) Christy. I just want to... I want to see what happens in that selection process. Also, do they have viewing parties? Do you know what I mean? They're on TV. I'm not saying things we don't think. Okay? Like, relax. It's just Dateline. We didn't kill them. We're just listening about it. You know what I mean? It's a different vibe when you're watching it. I just love it. I can't... And I... Someone brought up the other day to catch a predator, which was... What really set this all off, I think, like in a, a generation of catching Preds. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I don't know what happened to Chris Harrison. You remember the, the show, right? It was always like an undercover girl saying, I'll be right down. And she never comes down. She never comes down. <laughs> but we catch the dude, and there's always like a plate of cookies. It's very confusing. Wouldn't you be confused if you were a Predator? just be like wow warm cookies I thought this kid was alone um, it just seems nobody thinks that's weird and then Chris comes out and he goes enjoying those cookies it's just like what I miss it is what I'm trying to say <laughs> reboot Re- rebooting everything give me some predator <laughs> guys I'm wearing a crop top it does not matter everything's okay that I say cause she's out sun's out guts out that's my ch- that's my chant Uh, Oh, God. I've been trying. I went to Mexico for six weeks. That's why I have beautiful sun damage. Thank you. (laughs) People are like, Where's your sunscreen? I'm like, I'm sorry. I wear sun damage well. Like, get off my back. You know what I mean? Like, this tan looks good. Not in a black light, but it looks great. (laughs) And I'll just keep it going. I became kind of weird. I'm from Chicago originally. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) You knew from this accent she wasn't from an. Here. Um, she was Wisconsin. What is that? Uh, it's Chicago. And when I was like a teenager, I was like all about tanning. I was like, hand me the baby oil. I don't care. I went to Mexico and became her again. I don't know what happened. I was just like, ooh, SBF 45. Do we have an eight? Do we have a banda soleil? Do we have a banana boat? Does anyone have an oil? I got to go home tan. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. <laughs> Oh, God. I saw a movie. I rewatched a movie recently that I can only describe as like a civil rights movement for the 80s for white people. It's called Footloose. Have you seen it? Have you seen Footloose? Have you guys seen this movie? It's about dance. You seen it? It's a town that says you can't dance. It's a league. Listen to me. It's a legal to dance in this town. Reverend Lithgow said no. Okay, he's the Reverend, which makes no sense. Why is he calling shots about legal shit? But he is, and they're listening. Okay, and I don't, this movie will move you straight to tears. It's incredible. If you're not familiar with the movie, watch it. Kevin Bacon is in it, his name's Ren, weird name. Comes in with his mom, no dad, obviously an issue, right? Moves into town, stay with his uncle. <laughs> and you know what? Wren likes to dance. That's how Wren survives. He's a dancer. Shows up, oh, sir, you can't dance here, right? What the fuck? I'm crying. I can't even believe, well, how's he going to overcome that? <laughs> can't dance, can't dance. It's all over the place. The anorexic daughter of Reverend Lithgow... She's a bit of a rebel. You know what I mean? And she's like, I'll show you where we can dance. Anyway, it's a whole thing, right? I can't, like, he can't dance, and you can tell he needs it. He escapes to, like, some factory across the lines of the city to dance. He's like, never, never. And it's like a shadow work. Oh, have you guys seen this movie? I don't think you understand. They can't dance in this movie, in this town, they can't. So there's a montage, montage, montage. Sean Penn's brother learns how to dance from Ren, okay? a Lot of Bible chat, we move forward. They get a prom, okay? They get a prom. They don't know what the fuck to do with this prom. So there's another montage, a lot of sandbags. They're they're turning that barn into heaven. You know what I mean? They're turning it right. I said that once and someone came up to me after and was like, I think it was a factory. I was like, you're a nerd. Take a seat. Like, nobody cares. It's a barn. Okay? Everybody, to me, it's a barn. Night of the prom. Ren's bagged the anorexic chick. Not bagged. He's taking her to the prom. Anyway, everyone's in there and they all look mediocre. And older than us now, then... Do you understand? They look old, and that's because they haven't exercised. Do you know what I mean? They haven't like broke a. You know, cardio is a big deal. Anyway, they look woo tired. <laughs> they do. And you guys, again, they can't dance, and they don't know. What to do. They're like, we've never been able to dance. And Ren's not there yet, and he's kind of the leader, right? He's like done this, and they're like, where's Ren? Well, Ren is outside fighting three guys at once because they're pissed. He made dance legal. Now the girls they used to, like, keep down are up. Because they're dancing. (laughs) Do you guys understand? I don't know if you've seen this. It's, okay, Ren gets jumped by three people. It's almost over. Ren gets jumped by, it's almost, it's it's coming. Ren's outside, he's getting jumped by three people. But because he's skilled at dance, he does, like, a little kick. Gets them all by himself. I'm like... In a merlot suit i'm still looking you know what i'm still here i'm right here that's how he looks you right in your soul nobody's dancing finally ren comes in he's like let's dance and then confetti they could afford confetti so confetti goes up people are like it's time there's a guy who starts popping and locking with such natural talent just just everybody he's doing it And I'm like, how sad is that? He could have been a a real dancer. You know what I mean? But he didn't know because he could not dance. Right? And then there's another guy who's wearing glasses. And then he took him off because he's sweating. Cardio happened. (laughs) Takes his glasses off. Women flock to him. Fuckable. He became fuckable. He could have been so hot in high school, but he didn't dance. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? When everybody cuts, everybody cuts. Do you know what I'm saying? And that is Footloose. I'm Renee. Thank you. (laughs) Renee Gauthier, everybody. Let her hear it.
0: And keep it going for everybody you saw tonight. What a great show, right? Give it up for the child in the back row. And give it up for me, Rhea Butcher. We'll be back in two weeks.
1: Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap with your hands together. Put your hands together.
5: Rachel Bloom You
6: all see my collection of men corpses and one
3: woman
4: Felicia Day and Colton Dunn
3: You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species
5: It's a bummer Andy Daly You have the members of Genesis listed But Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice Thomas Middleditch
3: <laughs> Jesus, I mean Jazos <laughs>
2: Ruler
5: of
3: the
2: Eighth Circle And that's just the beginning Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now